Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it feels so good to be appreciated. <laughs> oh, that wasn't expected. A whole extra <laughs> round of applause. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> Such an abrupt. It's a smooth button. <laughs> that came with the, uh, the Zoom pod, uh, pod track P4. Well done, Is it gonna, like it have a fade out or something nope. on it? <laughs> Just abruptly. That audience saw something horrific and decided that we no longer want to applaud. Hi, Dan. Hey, Ken. How you doing? It's episode 141. Five by five of the movies. This is exciting. Ready for some reviews? Mm-hmm. I mean, we only get one a year. We already blew it last week. So yeah. it was a good one, though. From one of our friends from the, uh, the Great White North. How about some emails? Got any of them? No. No. Patreons? Yeah. Same ones with Same still ones. Yeah. Lose, Eddie. No more family members decide to just give up on us. <laughs> and we're not on any charts. Um, and uh, there's no fuck yous this week. Oh. I have one. Um, fu- we'll do it later in the show, but I have one retroactive fuck you. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Most All importantly, right. Dan, uh-huh. what's the number one movie oh, in America? Uh, I know oh, you were not man. expecting that question. Okay. Last week it was, <laughs> I don't know why I'm <laughs> never prepared for this. <laughs> last week, I'm glad uh, you don't because it'd be a boring show if you weren't. <laughs> be like, oh, we just looked it up. Fuck that. Last week was, what was it? The The Conjuring? Uh, the third, uh, I think that was, was the horror number movie, two. Right? A Quiet Place Part Two was number one last week. Was it? I thought it was The Conjuring. It was the no. other way around. Okay, but I'm, I'm thinking, especially if it was number two last week, it's definitely not number one this week. So I'm gonna get, go with Quiet Place again. Correct. Yeah. Twelve million dollars. <laughs> a very, very close second was In the Heights that came out this oh, week. Oh shit! I, uh, that actually would have been my pick yeah, had yeah, I remembered I it. Um, <laughs> Uh, 11.5 million so half a million Ooh, shy of so first place probably way less than they thought it was gonna make huh i mean this is the the thing with the hbo max coming out on the yeah. same day everyone's got hbo max now so why pay money to go see the movie yeah but i'm wondering how it did up against the other ones that also had an hbo simultaneous uh, if we had like an intern we could have them go search yeah. that information didn't kong didn't godzilla versus kong make like 40 million or something even though it was a simultaneous yes so, ugh. I don't know. Yeah, maybe like it's it. just not Hamilton. Sure, but I'm excited to see it still. Yeah. Uh, although we do have to <laughs> talk about <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda mm. later in the show and his Ooh. gigantic apology. Ooh. Uh, number three, The Conjuring: <laughs> The Devil Made Me Do It with 10.3 million. Number four, Peter Rabbit Two: The Ru- The Runaway oh. with 10.1. Still right. a good showing. And Cruella in fifth place with 6.7. Still hanging on pretty strong. Okay. All right, let's talk about oh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Ray and the Last Dragon's finally off the top. Five. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. It's compl- finally, finally that that dragon has been slain. But a yeah. great run, yeah. huge well, bucket of wins. It's free on Disney now, so right, yeah, that sure. makes sense. <laughs> I still have to watch it. I don't yeah, watch same. It. Okay, Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, uh, here's the thing: he's an executive producer of In the Heights. He is okay. not. He did not direct In the Heights. Okay, uh, you know, on the Broadway show he is this he was the star of it yeah and uh he's like oh i'm too old to be the star of it now uh <laughs> unlike dear evan hansen <laughs> you know he decided yeah. oh i aged out so yeah he, he has a bit part in it um but uh, a lot of people who live in that neighborhood have pointed out hey 
it's not whitewashed, but it's definitely light skin washed. Like that is a very diverse community with a lot of um, you know, Afro Latin people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there is next to no everybody's a little little light skinned. Right. There's yeah. next to no dark skinned people, maybe in the mm. chorus, but there are no main characters that are dark skinned. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, which is, you know, not like Hamilton, which has, you know, black actors in it. And this is yeah, just yeah. mostly light skinned Latin uh main characters in this one. Mm. Um so he's he got under some fire. So he put an apology out on Twitter. I'm not gonna read the whole thing because it's very long. Yeah. But it's a good apology. It's like, you know what? The guy like, who wrote Hamilton put out a long statement. I know. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. But he's basically, you know, you're right and we're all um still learning through this process. And mm. you know, it wasn't necessarily on my head at the time, but like I wrote this play mm. 20 years ago because i didn't see myself in the yeah, media at so the time hired a bunch of people who look like me <laughs> right <laughs> which <laughs> well, i would i don't know if that's later, it. Yeah. that makes sense to me he didn't specifically say that part but that makes sense but now yeah. he's like yeah now i took this neighborhood and made it you know not mm. look like how it actually looks so i'm you know I'll, you know endeavoring to do better and learn from that it's a good statement yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I recommend everyone go to his twitter and read it. i'm not gonna read yeah. the whole thing yeah it feels fun. feels honest right <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm sure he's the type of guy to be like oh fuck <laughs> yeah this was a yeah it's just like up. wasn't a th- it was just out of the 12 right. million things he's doing it does it sound like a pr company one. wrote this yeah. for him but mm. i think he believes in the statement that's what i'll yeah. say about it word um on to weird shit <laughs> uh tyrese Mm-hmm. You know Tyrese Gibson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fat uh, singer in the yeah. fast, uh, fast, yeah, fast saga. Yeah. yeah, they call it the fast saga now. It pisses me okay. off. Okay, right. yeah, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> he said something, and I thought this. He's just in a random interview on Zoom with someone. He said something that, like, when I read the headline, I'm like, oh, this was a slip of the tongue. But he's very insistent that Morbius is in the MCU because he's in. The movie Morbius with Jared Leto. He's oh. acting opposite of him. Okay. And all the reports up till now have been absolutely not. Yeah, this it's, is it's the, the Spum C. Say, say, yeah, say the whole thing. Sony Pictures, uh, Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. Spunk. Yeah, Spum, Spumko. Spunk. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. That's for Sony. Hold on. Fuck another one. I'm gonna pay a dollar in to tell Sony to fuck, fuck you. you. Um, but you know, again, we have all these you know multiverse things happening, so yeah. maybe they just decide fuck it. It's all just one big multiverse. Yeah. Um, mm. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, but <laughs> or, he says it's in there. Maybe he doesn't understand what the MCU is. Fuck you. Yeah! He was told by somebody, so he's fuck just going yeah! with it. I don't know. I learned how to cut <laughs> this one off. Yeah! If you just tap the fuck button again. Yeah! Oh, there you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like he, but he says it with such, like, oh, yeah. like moxie and chutzpah mm. that I'm like, he's like, it sounds like he's asked this question and got the answer. But at the same time, he could not fucking know. Yeah. It could be like he saw a cut of the movie where the Marvel logo plays in the beginning. So yeah, it's in the Marvel universe. Yeah, he don't fucking know. I don't think it is. Yeah, I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow didn't remember being in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, but she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> she's a fucking idiot who sells vagina candles that explode and kill people. Mm-hmm. Also we're true. Have, we're going to have to get out our lawyers uh, handle <laughs> yeah. that comment when it comes yeah. back to biting the ass. Uh, but speaking of weird Marvel shit, this, this was a weird thing to have happened. So, mm. they released a teaser... In Latin-speaking countries. Okay. Or Spanish, I should say, in Latin countries, they're mostly Spanish-speaking. Okay. Um, and it's 
basically the Spider-Man No Way Home with like the little da na 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 you know, like okay. the big orchestral one behind yeah. it. Yeah. But the No Way Home part and the background glitches uh. in the same way that Into the Spider-Verse does. Oh. And they have not had that come out in English yet to major markets. Oh. At least ma- major English-speaking markets. But it's an uh. official uh, yeah. Marvel thing, so... Ooh. I wonder if we'll get into the Spider-Verse style glitches. Yeah, if they're just saying life. this is also part of the same multiverse. Right. And this is how that looks in all of the universes. Right. Oh, so how like in the MCU, all of the like dimensional travel goes through hexagons. Sure. Like no matter what movie it is. And it made like, me start thinking about... Uh, dimensional glitching looks the way it did in, in WandaVision when things start kind of plopping mm. around and if it was a little more colorful it would look like into the spider-verse glitching yeah oh so that was a pretty cool little yeah thing I saw. and the difference could literally just be like uh, it was wanda's chaos magic whatever right <laughs> still works yeah <laughs> yeah Ooh. it's all bees oh that'd be a, a really cool way to make all of it work together yeah yeah oh i'm for that well, if we see a live-action Spider-Ham, the same way we got live-action uh, oh Howard the Duck. Oh, can we get it? Make oh, me happy. Live-action Spider-Ham. Uh, <laughs> other superhero news, Lego Batman 2. Mm-hmm. Unlikely to ever happen. Yeah. Due to the Universal deal. Mm-hmm. Where was it? Warner Brothers kind of got sold to yeah uh universal anyway yeah all uh, of the, like the toy rights that lego right. used to have all of is sure. now being like partitioned yeah. so off the problem is not the batman part the problem is the lego part yeah it's who has the right to make lego mm. franchises and it's probably not universal uh unlikely to yeah. ever hear this uh this number two which uh director chris mckay says uh written by dan Harmon mm. and loki writer michael waldron Okay, was he... Michael Waldron was the one who worked on Rick and Morty previously, I guess? Well, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. I know there there is a Rick and Morty writer on oh. Loki, so it would make sense. That, that probably Michael Waldron whipped in on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that this was going to be an epically scaled Lego movie <laughs> that dealt more with Batman's relationship to the Justice League this time, mm. and his, like, n- need to change himself. Yeah. Oh, um, man. I know. Because I... Sure, yeah, WB and Lego are like, nah, sorry. Right. Uh, you know, you like Lego Movie. <laughs> I do. I, I don't like Lego movie, movie. But I like Lego <laughs> Batman Movie. Mm-hmm. I don't care for the Lego Movie, despite being uh, surrounded by literally <laughs> thousands of dollars of Legos. <laughs> In the middle five figures of Legos. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Um absolutely fucking ridiculous um uh yeah don't care for the lego movie don't need it don't want to see it <laughs> fuck number two i'll never watch it that's cute i like the song that's it yeah <laughs> but i love lego batman yeah. your lobster thermidor so yeah their their like ability to get so much like c and d and z list like references uh, and characters <clears throat> and yeah, yeah. Uh, close friend of the show, Doug Benson, mm-hmm. in that movie. Yep. We brought that up during the live show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All good things. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say, uh, it was a, blo- it was such a blockbuster hit, the Lego Batman movie, mm-hmm. that it's weird that nobody is fighting to keep. In, in a time where all the reboots and sequels are just losing money. Yeah. And this is such an easy one to make. Uh, and in fact, uh, a former Batman 
has sent us uh, an audio <laughs> clip to the show uh, talking about his dismay. And this sent was, something in? Yeah, this is a Christian Bale friend of the show sent this in for us. Fuck you! Uh, Fuck you! Yeah, he's Fuck bad. You! He's mad. He really liked Lego Fuck Batman. You! Fuck you! He to see the Justice Fuck League. Fuck you! Yeah. Like, how many times have we, have we talked about, like, the the money and theatrical staying power of animated family movies? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's... That's such an easy decision to be like, yes, more of that. Yeah. Because it'll Plus stay just in the theaters for two months. the merchandising that Lego makes on it, because they make sets for all the movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a, a license to print money. Sure. <laughs> I would like some money. Speaking of, <laughs> yeah. if you send us a dollar on Venmo, we'll tell <laughs> everyone. Now, last week, we po- uh, pointed out that, um, what was it? Jedi CR or CR Jedi. Mm-hmm. That was the wrong screen name sent oh, no. into us. So not my fault. Oh no. Not my fault. I'll, I'll reiterate. But <laughs> we're, the, <laughs> we're we're uh we're Anchorman up in here. If you if you send yeah. us a thing, we'll read it verbatim. Read it. That's what it is. <laughs> but it's actually private Jedi. So PVT uh, okay. Jedi. That's the one that sucks real bad at Call of Duty. Okay. So, hey, uh, private oh, makes Jedi. Makes sense because he's a private. He's, yeah. You know, he's a newbie. Not even a Doesn't... lieutenant, not a sergeant. Sure yeah. as shit, not a general. Yeah. And so all Jedis are generals. Can't we know shit. That. Like yeah. a stormtrooper. You motherfuck. <laughs> you motherfuck, private Jedi. Fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> Fuck you. Let me tell you this way. Is Private Jedi, like, not even a Padawan? Like, Let me tell you something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, even as a Padawan, Ahsoka was a commander. <laughs> right? Think about that. So here's what I'm going to say about Private Jedi. If I see you crossing the street, you're going to get hit. And you won't even see, like, the little burnt rubber brakes like, of me trying to stop. I'm just going to fucking blow through you, motherfucker. I'll kill you over this dollar I got <laughs> over this dollar I got paid to say fuck you. World's fuck least expensive you. mercenary. Right? <laughs> I've got, but it has to be really uh happenstantial. It's gotta yeah. be in my city driving or walking right across from me. Uh I'm gonna say is I got one dollar for the billion and one chance when yeah. <laughs> the situation comes up. Uh because I've got a lot of rage a, a whole year. More than a year, stuck in my house, <laughs> losing my dream job, super pissed off, mm-hmm. building Legos in the dark. Can confirm. I will fucking murder you over this dollar, Private Jedi. All right. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Uh, no one else is sending a dollar this week. I'll remind you. Send us a dollar at Keith Ruckus. We'll tell whoever you want. I'll threaten whoever you want. Make it worth your while. I'll kill him. I'll fucking kill him. I don't give a shit. You're not even human to me. I don't know you. All right. Uh, <laughs> this was interesting. Um, oh, shit. I wrote his name down. Grant, and you even sent this to me. Is it Gustin? Yeah. Grant Gustin, who plays uh, the, the CW Flash. Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is who, reportedly going to mm. be in the Flash movie. Yeah. And yeah, that, the, the guy who everybody was like when they when they announced that Ezra Miller was cast for the movies, they were like, why don't you just get the guy who's really good at it on TV? <laughs> and like of the WB shows, like he is the most beloved. He's the one yeah. everyone likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the first one was Arrow. That's not even a show anymore. Nope. That that already ended. Yeah. And uh, during their, their last crisis on Infinite Earths, mm-hmm. Ezra Miller showed up in an episode of The Flash in his Flash costume. Yeah. And, and like, then so I already met. And then apparently got the name The Flash from Grant Gustin. Right, because like, <laughs> like, Grant's oh, like, you're The Flash too? And like, he's like, the, fa- the what? <laughs> yeah. What kind of stupid ass name? 
And we don't do anything with light. We move fast. Why <laughs> Why would it be called the Flash? Well, like gone in a flash? That's fucking weird. Um, but yeah, so he's going to be in it. Uh, more just everyone and their mother is going to be in this fucking movie. Yep. Uh, and that start got it really got me thinking about the similarities between the Flash movie and Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Because they're both, ta- like both franchises are taking like they're youngest members yep. they are kind of slapsticky and supposed to be the humor mm-hmm. and they're kind of playing it safe by making those the multiverse ones mm-hmm. by making it not touch other stuff yep and i guess marvel's a little more bought in because they're going to do multiverse of madness and they're kind of building up to it but yeah. again like the first big but, i mean multiverse yeah. showdown is going to be no way home yeah i think dc may have actually announced flashpoint before any of these multiverse marvel things came out though right but i have to assume there's someone in marvel that leaked it to them because dc is not smart (laughs) like let me tell you something (laughs) about dc movies they can't get a normal plot correct when you add in multiverse (laughs) shit like this is just gonna be a sit back and enjoy the oh look there's three batmans yeah this is not gonna be Like, I'm going to want to tear this movie a new asshole three ways from a Sunday. Yeah. Because it's not going to be good. I think, yeah, I guess the only thing that DC really got to first was their underwater character. Right. Having their own movie. But I think that's because Namor is under exclusive solo movie rights with uh, Universal for distribution. Got it. Same reason why we don't get a Hulk uh, standalone movie. So you I know, guess they're like, well, this, you know, putting Hulk in as the B story to other movies worked out so well. Maybe we can do that right. with Namor. Like even Snyder Cut was <laughs> like, it made more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the expectation was low. <laughs> if we had seen Snyder Cut first, we'd be like, oh, this storyline's still shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the Joss Whedon one's unintelligible. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be years before we can actually like look back at the Snyder Cut with like, you know, clear eyes. Yeah. Um, and again, I liked it. Yeah. But I mean, the, the expectations. And the same thing, like, I love the first Wonder Woman fil- film, but it was a shiny rock in a pile of shit. Yeah. You know, uh, it's not like DC is incredible at writing stories. And to bring in <laughs> yeah. all this multiverse shit, again, like, the reason that they're bringing so many characters. Yeah. And, like, the whole movie has to be like, oh, I know that guy. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it has to detract from just how fucking bad both the CGI. Yeah. And these stories. Yeah, yeah. It's the hey, look at the look at all our toys. Yeah. Uh, Instead of Marvel was just like, hey, we've got the shitty toys. How about this story? Whereas I'm <laughs> literally going to be stuck to my jeans when I see Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland on screen together. Yeah. So there's that. It just it's a lot of similarity to me, but one's doing it better. Yeah. But I do want to see the flashes fuck shit up. Uh, a lot of Jurassic World news this week for some reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's a real slow news week again, so everyone's kind of stretching. A lot of interviews with uh, Trevorrow. Okay, uh, I guess Universal was like, "This is our week to get some press out." Yeah, <laughs> so here we are helping them out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jurassic World Dominion correct <laughs> is the final in the uh, the Jurassic saga. We'll call everything a saga. <laughs> yeah, um, it is four years after. Uh, the last one fuck what was the last one called uh, fallen, kingdom. fallen kingdom yeah um it's almost finished they said which is funny because it's been pushed oh. back so much yeah it was supposed to be out like yeah. a year ago yeah okay uh, it's gonna be out june 10th of next year okay so a year from t- uh, almost a year from today all right uh they're saying this one is a science thriller 
Okay. And has, you know, there's no hybrids <laughs> in this one. It's mm-hmm. less spectacle and more like getting back to what original Jurassic Park was. Okay. I, th- I think they mean it in a good way. Yeah. Because when you, if you remember in Jurassic Park, there's like seven minutes of dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mostly about the science and like what's going on with the characters and like, yeah, we fucking loved it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the Holy Trinity. Uh, that's what I call them. Of <laughs> Laura Dern, Sam, uh, Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum. Yep. They say is in the entire movie. These are not cameos. Uh, okay. That cool. it's really two store parallel storylines happening at the same time. I mean, okay. I'm guessing like old school, no so school. half of the movie. I mean, I would say if they're flashing <laughs> yeah. on for it, they're in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, w- but we don't know if the teams are separate or if they're mixed teams. Yeah, that's true. So maybe we mm. see one of the Holy Trinity the, through the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah a little uh, also, Empire Strikes Back them, where they're, like, right. they're not together, but they're in it sure. the whole time. The, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what you call it, the, uh, the IMAX trailer came out with Fast 9. Mm. And it, um, or like, Fast Nine didn't come out yet, right? No, I don't know. They were saying anyway. IMAX trailer. It would have been number one had it. (laughs) So yeah, when it comes out, be with it. And uh, some people have seen it and said that the movie does start sixty-five million years ago. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and that uh, the big thing that they're pushing is we see the original T Rex that the one in the movies is cloned from. Okay, we kind of see like what happened with that T Rex. Yeah, because that I I will go on a record as saying that is my favorite movie monster of all time is the Jurassic Park T Rex. Yeah, absolutely. When I was a kid, it's definitely was up there. Yeah, terrifying to me. Yep. I loved it. Um, <laughs> so now now we get to see how it died and how like they got you know the amp the the mosquito and the amber and yeah I thought I'm just I don't know I kind of feel like that was pretty well explained in the sure. first movie. No <laughs> Dino DNA. Yeah, uh, we need more. I had like the yeah the animated thing. Of literally a mosquito on a dinosaur yeah. and then oh, getting Mr. caught DNA. in the amber. And thought that was hello, John. Hello, yeah, John. The... Hello, John. Hello, John. <laughs> I'm digging for uh, you know digging the whole tunnel to get to the amber. A baby yeah. dinosaur. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if they can make it interesting, sure. <laughs> but I feel like that's uh, ground we've already uh, sure. covered. But I mean, they're going back to their roots. They want to make it more like Jurassic Park. All right, I got excited. Yeah, <laughs> nowhere. I just got excited for it. I'm gonna go watch Jurassic Park tonight. That's what I'm gonna do. And I think there's a there's actually supposed to be some feathers on the dinosaurs this time. Oh yeah, yeah there's a raptor with feather, of like, uh, raptor or something. Yeah, dinosaurs <laughs> eat man. Woman inherits the earth. <laughs> Uh, we know who the real vi- uh, villain of Toxic <laughs> Avenger is now because, it, of course, mm. it wasn't going to be Elijah Wood. Yep. Who the fuck would report that? <laughs> garbage websites with their rumors and us re-spewing <laughs> yeah, that garbage. Podcasts talking about bad news. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is our villain for the Toxic <laughs> yeah. Avenger. I'm going to go back to our theory that Elijah Wood's yeah. the scientist, so he is an antagonist, mm. but he is not the big bad. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Kevin Bacon could be like a gym going. Yeah, you know, like he's not super bulky, but he is like an '80s bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to see Red McCormick. I mean, yeah, and that's trauma. So like, they could just put him in a weird, you know, muscle sure. suit. Anyway, it doesn't sure. matter. <laughs> yeah. Stressing me. Uh, I'm glad it's Kevin Bacon. I'm glad it's not Elijah Wood. Yeah. Close personal friend Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I stole that uh, large uh, metal lightning rod from your house. Glows <laughs> blue sometimes. Sorry about that. I'm sorry about like it. It's mine now. 
Lord of the Rings is heading back to the big screen. Is it? Yeah. They're trying to break some kind of record. Incorrect. A new <laughs> New Line Cinema film. Oh. Animated. Okay. Anime prequel. All right. 250 years before the Ring saga okay. called The War of the Rohirrim. So what is it like 200 years before The Hobbit? Sounds right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or unless they're saying it's 250 years before the entire saga, starting with Bilbo. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, it's going to be an animated anime called War of the Rohirrim, obviously based around Rohan. Okay. I could not be more fucking excited for this. Yeah. <laughs> this screams Animatrix to me. <laughs> yeah, that's very like, true. The fact that it's still New Line Cinema who made, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll say three of the best six Lord of the Rings films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they also made three of the worst, but they made yeah. three of the best. Yeah, they they set the standard and then rushed to try and do it again, and one of them worked. <laughs> uh, yeah, very excited for this. I want to see a ridiculous anime, uh, like action war with all Lord of the Rings shit. Word, I'm fucking for it. <laughs> all right, let's talk about Indiana Jones Five. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> I've got something for this. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I'm surprised this is Fuck you. coming at a later segment of the show. Fuck you. Fuck right? you. No, there's worse <laughs> shit for that. Uh, Indiana Jones 5, we can't stop it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's happening whether you yeah. want it or not. <laughs> uh, hopefully no uh, refrigerators protecting you from atom bombs and no mm-hmm. aliens. Yep. We do know that the big bads coming back as Nazis. There you go. Back on formula. <laughs> we do know that from set pictures with many dots on his face, we will have a de-aged, CGI'd mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. Yep. Which we don't need. Oh, yeah, some flashbacks, I guess. Yeah. And we know that his sidekick in this film will be Toby Jones. Mm. You know who Toby Jones is? No. Arnim Zola. Oh. Yeah, the man that plays Arnim Zola in the MCU is going to be the sidekick of this film. Okay. Yeah, which kind of makes me want to see it more. Yeah. Because I like Arnim Zola. I mean, I don't like Nazis. Yeah. The, but I like the, Arnim. The guy who plays him, yeah. <laughs> I can't oh, think of anything else he's in. So wait, is he supposed to be the character that Shia LaBeouf played? I don't think so. No, I just mean a new Jones. No, no, no. Toby Jones is his real name. Oh, is the actor's name. Oh, yeah, okay. His act- the actor's I was trying to Toby think. Jones. I don't remember what Shia LaBeouf's nope. character's name was. As, Doesn't matter. Fuck As him. his son. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm for it. Man, Scientist I was in the theater one the time at an Alamo when Shia LaBeouf was there for the war movie he was in. Mm-hmm. And as weird as you think Shia the LaBeouf fury. is, in, yeah, as yeah. weird as you think he is in person, <laughs> it is so much worse. <laughs> it's so much worse. And like, it was such a bizarre thing because it was a, a studio had bought out the theater, but they yeah. didn't have a lot of money, so it wasn't even a big one. It was like a small theater. <laughs> With maybe 40 people in it, and Shia LaBeouf <laughs> comes out, and like, basically, like, no, because it was like, uh, war veterans oh, who God. were there to ask uh, questions <laughs> about the movie, and it was very awkward, because it's like, you know, I'm um, an actor? Yeah, um. it's like, I'm sorry, this is not an accurate depiction of the fun of war. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I got buddies laying face down in the muck. <laughs> Did, didn't you hear I had a I pulled out one of my own teeth? Yeah, he did pull out one of his own <laughs> teeth for that. Walter, not everything has to do with Vietnam, man. 
<laughs> I need some I need some uh, Big Lebowski buttons. <laughs> yeah. Yara, if you're listening, send me some Big Lebowski clubs. Uh, <laughs> calmer than you are. Calmer than you are. I'm enjoying my <laughs> coffee. I'm enjoying my coffee. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you, jerk-off. <laughs> that's a great fucking movie. All right. Uh, so that's all that. Uh, I thought Medea wasn't coming back. Everyone thought Medea wasn't coming back. I don't know if she she died in the money. last one. I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. A Medea family funeral was thought to be the very end. Like it was a closure on oh. the saga. That was supposed yeah. to be it. Yeah, that sounds pretty, uh, pretty yeah. final. <laughs> but Netflix threw mm-hmm. a bunch of money at Tyler Perry. All right. So here's a fuck ton. So they're going to be making Medea Homecoming, oh, which boy. makes me think that the next one will be Medea Far From Home, yep. and then Medea No Way Home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did that story just to tell that joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody fucking needs this. But it's not even the why the fuck do we need this this week? Tyler Perry doesn't even need this. Right? Like, it's, that's so much money. money. You don't need it. Now, the Farley brothers are making yeah. Kingpin 2. Oh, yeah. If you've never seen the movie Kingpin, it's a comedy from 1996. And remember that? that wow. Remember that year because I'm going to bring it up again. 1996, uh, starring Dennis Quaid. <laughs> not Dennis Quaid. Was it Dennis Quaid? Randy Quaid, sorry. Randy Quaid. Yeah, Randy yeah, yeah. Quaid. The nuts Bill one. Murray. Yeah, the nuts <laughs> one. And um, uh, Woody Harrelson. Which mm-hmm. is funny to me because like, I never think of Bill Murray and Woody Harrelson being contemporaries because yeah. in Zombieland. Yeah, you know, he treats they're them very like, like yeah. yeah, but they are near the same age. It doesn't matter. Uh, but they were all in it. Uh, no way, Randy's Quaid's coming back for this because he lives in a fucking RV in the middle of the woods in Alaska yeah. somewhere. Uh, I don't think he would expose himself to the Hollywood killers that are right. after yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the whole thing. He released those crazy fucking videos. Yep. Him dancing in his underwear. I don't fucking know. He's fucking nuts. Um, I don't think. Bill Murray or Woody Harrelson come back to this? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, maybe those the, the Fairly Brothers inspire confidence in yeah. you know and loyalty in people. So right. they did Dumb and Dumber. They did something about Mary. They did yeah. a million fucking funny films. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like if they can get Jim Carrey and, to come back uh, for they, a sequel, yeah. right? Uh, no word on whether they'll be directing. They're definitely going to be executive producing this. I don't know okay. why they're... Of all the movies, like we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here to make yeah. Kingpin. The only thing I remember from watching uh, Kingpin as a kid... Hey, what else we got? <laughs> we still got that on a reel? Yeah. Do I have a real noise? No, I don't know where I put it. There we go. People like people like sequels. What, what else we got on the pile from twenty we, years ago? We still got thirty years ago. I was gonna say twenty, nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't fucking need this, but it's not even this week's. Why the fuck do we need this? Because we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, not for nothing. Uh, underrated movie, the first one. Sure. But again, that uh, was nineteen ninety six. I saw it a bunch as a kid, but the only thing I really remember <laughs> is him getting at the end of the movie he loses, yeah. but gets a half a million dollar contract from Trojan to be a spokesperson because he has a rubber <laughs> hand, and someone had to explain that joke to me. <laughs> a rubber what? What's a rubber? Explain this. I don't fucking know. <laughs> 
Uh oh, it's time for Dent News, you know it now. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, ridiculous casts getting bigger. <laughs> the lawnmower. me out. The lawnmower's going. That's <laughs> weird. to be the end of the podcast. <laughs> Good night. Um, uh, so, do you remember huh. the best part of the Iron Fist series? Yeah, when it ended. <laughs> uh, I Colleen would say, Wing. Uh, Colleen Wing. Colleen Wing. As, uh, being the, the Daughters of the Dragon with Misty Knight. Sure. Um, so, Colleen Wing, played by Jessica Henwick, uh, has been cast in Knives Out 2. Great. <laughs> joining the ridiculous cast so far that it also includes Dave Bautista, Kate Hudson, Edward Norton, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., and Janelle Monet. <laughs> you know, this is like a, like a Flash situation where the story could be shit for Knives Out 2, but it wouldn't matter because like, ah. Yeah. And ah. of course, Daniel Craig's back as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was looking up her IMDb because I didn't remember if Colleen Wing had uh, a separate name in Iron Fist series uh-huh. or if, if it was just like Daughters of the Dragon, you know, thing. Uh, didn't realize uh, Jessica Henwick also was an X-Wing pilot in The Force Awakens. Was she? <laughs> yeah, she was part of Black Squadron under uh, Poe Dameron. Oh, shit. I gotta go back yeah. and watch that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, of course, she was on the uh, Game of the Thrones. How long do I have to wait until you say Colleen X-Wing? <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you beat me to it. <laughs> I guess a while. <laughs> Colleen X-Wing. Oof. Oof. That's right. Oof. Um, and... Speaking of things with ridiculous casts that uh, are adding to their ridiculous cast, uh, this is more uh, movie tangent, but Uh they might show up in a movie later. All right. Um, Jamila Jamil just got added to She-Hulk. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. From the good place. (laughs) It was basically I always always thought Titania like a Titan, but yeah, I guess she's not like a large character. She's a metal character. I think she's large. Does she get big? I think so. Yeah. Well, then I say Titania. All right. Yeah, I guess it's one of those like names yeah. you always only ever read. So we'll find out. I always out thought when it was Razal Ghoul, though. Yeah. Or Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. Not Razal. I don't fucking know. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, yeah. I hope she shows up in something. Which which might mean because isn't uh, her character is like the wife or girlfriend of uh, the Absorbing Man? Oh, I don't. Or Crusher Creel, who. Has been in some things, sort of, but not MCU proper. So I'm wondering if we'll get, you know, a, an old actor. Oh yeah, because that or... was uh, Eric Bana Hulk was the Absorbing Man. It was um, Nick Nolte played him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there were <laughs> there were a bunch that. of references to him in the Netflix Daredevil. Oh. Um, because Crusher Creel in that series was the guy who fought his dad. Oh. Back in the day, I want to see Nick Nolte come back as the Absorbing Man and the boyfriend of Jamil Jamil Jamil. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. That's what I want to fucking see. Yeah, so that's what I got for casting. Um, and then the other the sort of big story that I found uh, was that uh, shit's going weird in Hong Kong. So yeah, explain this. <laughs> I know nothing about it. Hong Kong uh, is is having a bit of a kerfuffle with uh, mainland China. 
First I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, as, as uh, some of our listeners might be aware Has of. the Tibetan government <laughs> said anything about it yet? Or the Taiwan government or the Hong Kong government. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so the, the story is a uh, Hong Kong national security law threatens to censor Hollywood. Okay. So you're like, wait a minute. So it's not a China law. It's a Hong Kong law for national security. Okay. But China says they're part of their state, which was to be the national of the national security. It's confusing, but Bobby. it's basically in response to the 2019 pro-democracy protests. Right. Um, it's vaguely written, <laughs> purposely. Sure. Um, and in- includes a couple of amendments that I mean, are, uh, directly I'm affect film. Impressed of anyone that can read anything in Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very complicated language with many like we're we have such a dumb like here's a one stroke it means i i, I think it's technically the most common language on the on the planet that right, people keep speak because <laughs> there's a billion people in china yeah, I, say, I see young kids in china speaking mandarin all the time it's always so impressive <laughs> stupid thank you thank you um so they have uh Basically, the Hong Kong's version of our MPAA is sure. called the, the Film Censorship Ordinance. Sure. Um, and before, they were screening movies for violence, explicit sex scenes, that stuff like that. The good stuff. In yeah. order to classify them. Basically, like, give them ratings like yeah. the MPAA does. Um, but now, the censors must, quote, be vigilant to the portrayal, depiction, or treatment of any act or activity that may amount to an offense endangering national security or encourage activities that do so. That's that's, uh, that's understandable. You would think on the surface, it's sure. uh, very vague. Sure. So anything that has to do with maybe wanting democracy could be considered uh, you know, national security threat to China. Sure. So you don't want to show Revenge of the Sith in China is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously Palpatine loves democracy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Obi-Wan says, democracy! <laughs> um, and the, uh, there's another amendment. So the new amendments also demand that censors... Uh, quote, should have regard to his duties to prevent and suppress acts or activities endangering national security and the common responsibility of the Hong Kong, uh, of the people of Hong Kong to safeguard the sovereignty, unification, and territorial integrity of the People's Republic of China. Wow. So it's basically them saying, hey, you know all of China's censorship rules? Yeah, we're doing those now. Oh. Well... Yeah, including specifically unification. So any of the autonomous region of the you know autonomous uh, Hong Kong government who would like to stay that way can't make a film about it anymore. Sure. Um, not only does that apply to the Hong Kong film industry, these amendments uh, also apply to foreign films and programs. Sure. So the Academy Awards, for example, were banned this year. Uh, in Hong Kong for the first time since 1969. Oh, right, because because of the, of the movie Do Not Split, which was which covered the 2019 pro- uh, protests. Got it. Um, this is uh, prior to the enactment of the national security law. Numerous Hollywood productions have been distributed in Hong Kong while banned in China. So we still had the market in Hong Kong, even though the market wasn't allowed to do it in China. Now it looks it. like it's going to go. 
it's going to be the same. I mean, it's one China. city. It's fine. Funny you should say that. Uh, it is in, funny. In terms of box office value, <laughs> Hong Kong was worth $212 million per year. Oh, that's a lot. Uh, prior to the prior to COVID. Right. Um, and allowed the vast majority of foreign films in the theaters. Meanwhile, China allows a quota of foreign films into the country. Yeah, we've talked about the yeah, quota. Currently yeah. at 34 films. Sure. So I think it used to be like 12. So at least it seems to be growing. Um, and most Imagine of having a blockbuster Hollywood. and having to fight for the right to just release in China. Yeah. Yeah. So now that $200 million market is down to 34 films if you don't piss off China. And I give my allegiances to the Republic, to democracy. <laughs> yeah. I yep. love democracy. <laughs> That's all I can think about now is just Revenge of the Sith and how, like, that movie can never play in Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Although maybe since, well, like, it, the it used to be able wins. to play in Hong Kong, just not China, and now, right. <laughs> now it won't play now in either. It's, you know, I mean, technically, democracy loses, so isn't that a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't they be like, look, look how weak I mean, democracy if, is. If, yeah, if no. the movie was on the side of the empire, maybe. No, no. <laughs> I, I would make the argument that it is. My little green friend. <laughs> all right, all right so that's that's what's happening. Uh, yeah, in East Asia right now right. in the movies. <laughs> Why the fuck do we need this in the world? I had a lot to choose from this week. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I that, passed that over news week, huh? <laughs> Indiana Jones Five, Medea, and Kingpin Two to bring this. Oh man, yeah. Of all movies to reboot, <laughs> the movie Fletch. The movie Fletch. Dan, how many times have you seen Fletch? Uh, zero. I've never seen Fletch either. <laughs> yeah. I don't know a lot of people that have seen it and remember a lot of things. I remember seeing clips of it in different clip shows, but holy shit. And I went back and I, I read the, the plot because I'm like, maybe I have seen it and just forgotten. But I'll also say that I'm not the biggest Chevy Chase fan. Yeah. Because Chevy Chase is an asshole. Famously. Yeah. Every time (laughs) I read a different story about Chevy Chase, I'm like, wow, he was a tremendous asshole to people. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's the kind of old Hollywood that, like, wasn't the, clearly wasn't the worst of it (laughs) from all of the things that we've, you know, been learning in the last 10 years. Uh, but he was definitely part of that. You could well, just be an awful person right. if you want he to, up because a, grew up a really you, rich kid on a yacht. Money. Yeah, you know, had that mentality the whole time. Yeah, it's just a fucking prick. Yep. Uh, and then like the stories of SNL are crazy. How he just like physically hurt people, sexually harassed other people. Yep. Just got away with everyone. Anyway, Fletch is a movie where he plays a, a reporter. Mm. Um. It. It's, it's ridiculous, but <laughs> I'm not going to go into it. Uh, now they're going to do a new movie called Confess Fletch. Hmm. It is rebooted. It will not be Chevy Chase. Instead, it will be John Hamm okay. as the titular character. And here's the log line for it. In a mysterious chain of wild events, Fletch finds himself in the middle of multiple murders, one of which pin- pins him as a prime suspect. While on a quest to prove his innocence, Fletch is tasked with finding his fiancée's stolen art collection, the only inheritance she's acquired after her father goes missing and is presumed dead. It, it just... Like, I'm, I'm... It's an 80s plot. Yeah, I'm more sold 
on the fact that it's a John Hamm movie than anything else. Yeah. Why did like, it have to be Fletch? I'd I'd want to see it more if it wasn't Fletch. If right. it was just a new John sure. Ham thing. Sure. You know, because like, like, now I feel like oh that old that movie I haven't seen. Like, farce. do I need to go watch that? Right. Like, am I, are they going to be making references to a thing that I don't? And how care many about? people are pounding down the gates of a Universal <laughs> or Paramount saying yeah. we need more fucking Fletch? Also came out in 1996. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Mm. And but and like to me when I think of Fletch, it's like an eighties movie, but it's really not it's just wow, yeah. it's shitty like an eighties movie. Oof. So it's like ten years after it should have been made. Yeah. At least that's what I think. Let me double check because mm. it doesn't seem right, but that's what it said in the article. That's Fletch weird. Film. Yeah, that feels like a you know, National Oh that's Lampoon's why, because it came out in nineteen eighty five. Never mind. Okay. That's, there you that go. article was, I was just wrong. Say. Yeah. Uh, so it came out the year I was born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I, I was one. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit about it. It can, it can go hang for all I fucking care. <laughs> I'm trying to th- find out the box office. Here you go. budget of eight million dollars. Box office of fifty nine. Oh, what sweet that's, summer child! That's days. why they're making it. <laughs> yeah, I hope like... it. You know what? I'll go on record. I hope Fletch makes fifty nine million dollars. I hope. I hope its budget is eight. <laughs> I hope its budget and I hope it is one hundred and fifty. It all goes to John Hamm. That makes fifty nine. Because fuck you, we don't fucking need this. No. Nobody needs this thirty five year old reboot. Especially while Chevy Chase is alive. Again, don't fucking need it. We don't yeah. need reboots while people are alive. Now, do I wish Chevy Chase was dead? I would never <laughs> say that out loud in the podcast. But we don't fucking need this. time to lighten the mood before we go the film adaptation of matilda mm. this the broadway yeah, yeah, yeah. show the broadway show of the movie of the book what? nope well <laughs> it has nothing to do with the movie okay it's just the adaptation of the book gotcha uh it's coming to netflix in december of 2022 okay uh i like this because one it's the only thing i've ever seen on broadway <laughs> Two, I saw it on Broadway over Hamilton, over anything else, mm-hmm. because the songs are written by Tim Minchin, yeah, yeah, yeah. who is the greatest mu- musical comedian of our time, mm-hmm. and uh, we almost had to cut a whole episode of our show because of a joke about one of the girls that played Matilda. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I thought that was very that's funny. <laughs> but we don't bring that up. Nope. <laughs> Never. No. <laughs> Legal, legal, a lawyer said, don't bring that up. Legal said, hey, don't talk about that. And we said, sure, legal, you got it. Uh, but I like that musical a whole lot. Yeah. And I, don't get me wrong. I love the fucking Danny DeVito one because he directed mm. the original Matilda yeah, yeah, yeah. with the girl from Mrs. Doubtfire, mm-hmm. Mara something, Mara yeah, Wilson. It's her name. She's always right. on Twitter now. She like advocates for kids not being Hollywood stars. Yeah. She, she did a couple sense. movies and then yeah. got out and went and had a normal life. Yeah. And she goes, this is so much better. Like everyone I know that stayed in it is so fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but that made me happy when nice. I went to see that film. That's something there. I'm like, this is something we do need. Everyone should see this fucking musical. I'd love to see a movie version of it. And nice. it's like much more on the nose to the book. Whereas... In the movie, it, which is fun, definitely makes her a fucking Jedi. Oh, yeah. As opposed to, like, a, a real person. Yeah. <laughs> I love democracy. Um, <laughs> that's what she says as a little Jedi. <laughs> that was her doing her jumps. Her Jedi jumps. 
Danny DeVito telling the story of Plague is the Wise. <laughs> Not from a Jedi. <laughs> now watch some TV. All right. That's it this week. I got nothing else. It was a dumb week. Yeah. Fuck you, Private Jedi. <laughs> Fuck you and everything you stand for. You probably fucking hate democracy. <laughs> you like dictatorships, don't you? You like empires. Private Jedi, why not public Jedi? Right. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. That was dumb. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, to listen to this week's episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. You're and shoot us with any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5x5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, the 5x5 Podcast Network, and the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 at the movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Private Jedi. Fuck you so much.